Hello and welcome to Liberty Minute, brought to you today with the help of Blackout Coffee Company, your pro Second Amendment mom and pop coffee roasters. You can get your brew on today with my link on screen or down in the description. California has seen a big wave of businesses closing down in its cities due to an increase in thefts throughout the state, but especially in areas like San Francisco. The steady rise in shoplifting has been happening ever since the state's Proposition 47, which turned any theft under $950 into a misdemeanor, combined with selective enforcement at best, especially since COVID and BLM protests, petty thefts have gotten so bad that Walgreens has closed 17 locations in San Francisco alone. In June, a man was caught on video and went viral as three separate people, including the security guard, took cell phone videos of him riding a lift bike right into the store, filling a garbage bag, and leaving. That crime is unfortunately common, so common, in fact, that now Target and Walgreens have both announced reduced hours across several California cities, including LA, San Francisco, and Sacramento. Targets, for example, are typically open from 7 or 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Now, they'll be open only 9 to 6, with some locations closing as early as 5 p.m. on weekends. Security guards in these stores are generally told not to go after or engage shoplifters, even if they're threatened with weapons, since they're not actually law enforcement. Joe Biden's weird and confusing legacy continued this week, this time with a strange incident in Afghanistan. The U.S. announced on Friday that it had vacated its biggest airfield in the country in advance of the military's final withdrawal, scheduled to happen sometime before the end of August. That's all well and good. Except the Biden administration apparently forgot to tell anyone in Afghanistan. <laughs> Afghan military officials say they heard a rumor that the Americans had left and went to check it out for themselves. Surprise! Finding that American troops had cut off the power to the base and left in the middle of the night. When questioned about the sudden departure, a military spokesman basically told the media, well, we made a statement last week. The airfield was abandoned just long enough to fall prey to looters who ransacked the barracks and storage tents. Among things left behind that totally could have been looted were small arms, ammunition, and armored vehicles. The airfield also includes a prison with roughly 5,000 Taliban prisoners who were just left there without supervision and without telling anyone. So... That was smooth. Biden also made some pretty insane remarks on Tuesday, pledging that his vaccination campaign will go door to door asking about vaccine status after falling short of the administration's July 4th vaccination goals. Unsurprising, and yet some people just did not see that coming. 
We are continuing to wind down the mass vaccination sites that did so much in the spring. Now we need to go to community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors to get help for the remaining people protected from the virus, he said in a statement. This campaign will also include partnering with 42,000 local pharmacies and primary care doctors in areas with low vaccination rates in order to encourage more people to get the shots, as well as expanding access for children ages 12 to 15, even though there's still that heart inflammation side effect seen at some pretty alarming rates in that age group. Public health officials warn that unvaccinated people are at high risk of getting the new Delta variant, and the Biden administration announced last week that it would be sending special teams to the South and Midwest, where vaccine hesitancy is high, in order to push the shot. And finally, in the last Liberty Minute video, I reported that 130 countries had agreed to sign on to Biden's global minimum tax plan that he pitched at the G7, which is frankly horrifying. But there's good news because, you see, there are actually 139 nations in the Organization for Economics Cooperation and Development, not 130. Nine member nations, which are smaller countries and compete with larger nations by minimizing certain taxes and regulations, are now rejecting the plan altogether. They are Barbados, Estonia, Hungary, Ireland, Kenya, Sri Lanka, Nigeria, St. Vincent, Peru, and the Grenadines. Estonia, Hungary, and Ireland might actually prevent the entire deal, as the European Union requires unanimous consent to adopt the plan. That's it for today, my spicy Liberty friends. If you liked this video, please consider supporting the channel through any of the partner links down in the description, as well as checking out my other videos and weekly live streams every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. As always, thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next one.